11.30, tired and hungry. Dancing away my hunger pain. Moving my feet so my stomach won't hurt. I'm kind of like Jesus, but not in a sacrilegious way. <laughs> Well, they say the movies are quite the talk of the town, but I'd prefer two idiots to kind of dumb things down. So, settle in and here we go, it's Just Two Idiots Radio. Hey, welcome. This is Just Two Idiots Podcast. My name is Colin and this is Robbie. I'm going to stop talking like that. But yes, this is my co-host Robbie. How are you today? Oh, I, I kind of want to talk like that. Okie doke. Here we go. Get ready for the world's most annoying podcast. Oh, yeah. We're fired <laughs> by our boss that we don't have. <laughs> Are they on drugs? Maybe. <laughs> We're high on life. life. Whoa. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Welcome uh. to the spooky place. Uh, uh, what are we doing with our lives? Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing this week? Well, I think that we're ringing in the new year, you know, month and a half early. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking What are you talking about? We're too far between holidays. We're really cramming them in here. We're ringing in the new November. Uh, <laughs> we're bringing in the November. November, hey. That's a new thing. It's a new month. Look it up. Mayans predicted it. We're going to do a top five again. Follow hey. up to our our Thanksgiving top five. We were recently discussing Terminator Dark Fate, which we haven't seen because they pulled Ooh. it from theaters. I went to the theater to go see it, and I heard nothing, but... <laughs> and I didn't want to disturb the crickets while they enjoyed their <laughs> movie, so I turned around. <laughs> That's right. Whole place full of crickets. All of the popcorn. Uh, <laughs> so it was that and. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! What's our top five going to be about this week? Oh boy. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked that question that we had scripted. Uh, yeah, I can read. Yes. Some. Sound it out. I can re add. Uh, so, yeah. So since Terminator is all the buzz, and by all the buzz, I mean it's some people are talking about it um some not us though because we haven't seen it uh yeah so we're doing our top five on top five robot movies and that is movies with robots in a like you know a starring role yeah. or a plot that is based on them uh so terminator would fit into that class so something yes. along those lines so i i personally while i love star wars i wouldn't include films like star wars because they're not specifically just about robots there are robots in them or droids if you will droids Dro yes there are droids <laughs> those are the jedi um <laughs> so yeah we won't we won't count films that just have robots in them intermittently with their mittens but yeah ones that are more central to the plot yeah and just because keanu reeves lifeless robotic face makes an appearance in the film it doesn't make it a robot film <laughs> so i won't be including speed in my list it's going too fast so yeah we've both compiled a list of our own which is not a sequel to the movie a league of their own oh there's no crying and list making this one there was uh that was not related a little bit but <laughs> <laughs> i got a paper cut <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, they hurt uh. And 
it's it's worth noting that we have not seen or heard each other's lists. This is the official unveiling to both of us, so it's all brand spanking new. That's right. <laughs> Let's dig in there. Uh, of course, with any of these films, there is a spoiler alert. So with that, we're going to fly into the spoiler zone, if you will. <laughs> Fun, what a fun little beautiful bit. Um, so yeah, what a song. Let's kick this off, if you will. Uh, go first. <laughs> well, if you will, go. Uh, <laughs> my number five, actually. <laughs> I don't like this movie. <laughs> okay. Have you only seen five robot movies, and therefore you had to put? No, no, no. I had other ones, but I gotta give credit where it's due. I don't like this movie, and it is Artificial Intelligence ah, with yes. Haley Joel Osment and uh, Jude Law. He sees robot people. <laughs> it's simply, it's depressing, but it's done really well. Yeah. It's got a great cast. They do a good job creating characters that we care about. It's this dark, dystopian future, and it deals with, you know, like illness and death and abandonment and mother-son relationships and all this stuff. It's... A great, well-written movie, but uh, you don't walk away smiling, to put it lightly. Um, but it's done really well. I have to give credit to it, though, because it sticks with you for a long time after you see it. Robots are a central part of this film. It changed the way yeah. a lot of robot films were made. And so I give it credit. Therefore, it made my top five list. Uh, have you seen it? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. It's been a while. And uh, yeah, I don't have, so I don't have that on my list. And that's mainly why, just because it's been so long and I, I didn't have a chance to rewatch it. But I, I do remember being, like, I thought it was pretty good, yeah? yeah. I mean, like, I don't know whether or not I liked it, per se, per se but I don't think yeah. it was a, you know, bad movie. I I dislike the movie because of its, uh, its kind of bleak outlook, but it's still a very well-made film, and I give it credit. That's kind of, I'm contradicting myself. I hate this movie, but I love it. You love to hate <laughs> it, and you hate to love it. <laughs> Artificial intelligence. <laughs> Top five. Robin Williams cameo is in that movie. That's all I've got to say about it. <laughs> That's why it's number five. Wait, what does he play? <laughs> He's a uh, Doctor No, K N O W Doctor No, where like the, the information. Yeah, I know this. I remember when they I first saw it and they're like, "We're gonna go see Doctor No." I was like, "Okay, so the guy with the robot hands." <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> Petting his robot cat. He's gonna be there with Odd Job. It was robot hat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like the information database. He he doesn't make a physical cameo. It's all voice acting. <laughs> all right, so that's your five. Your your top. Your your five. Your top five. Five eighty five. That's the five number that's, after. That's four. what it feels like to chew five, five. Um, okay, <laughs> so we're moving on. I'll go to my fifth pick in this. Your fifth number five. In that's your, right. In fifth your, five fifty fifty five. <laughs> so yeah, my my five of this is uh, Pacific Rim. Ah. Uh, and this is released in 2013 by Guillermo del Toro, oh. and it's got such stars as Idris Elba, Charlie Hunnam, Hunnam, Hunnam. I don't know how you say it. Too many letters. I have no idea he was in that. 
Sons uh, of Anarchy, right? Charlie Hunter? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Uh, Rico Kikuchi. I don't really know her from things, except from this. Charlie Day and, of uh, course, Ron Perlman. Um, yeah, this... I won't say... Yeah, this isn't, like, a great movie, but it's it's a really fun... It's a fun movie. Um... This is kind of like what I would want from. This is what I wanted from like the Power Rangers Zord fight in the newest Power Ranger movie, and I <laughs> yes. didn't get it. This is like what I would want from Zords in like a more realistic, like Power Ranger movie. They 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 set the scale really well in this film where they they call them so they call the robots Jaegers and they're these giant mecha suits that they have to have like dual pilots to to. And they're fighting these uh, big monsters called kaiju. They've like come out of this rift in the ocean or something. Uh, and it's really great. They they set up a good sense of scale because like just the movement of these things it makes them seem larger than life. They're very kind of slow hulking movements by both things, where it kind of hmm. it it shows you know that they're these things are you know, rocketing this arm through the air and it's taking a lot of force because it's not just these quick movements because they wouldn't, they wouldn't be. Um, there's one of my favorite scenes. Have you, okay. Have you seen this film? I have not seen Pacific Rim. I would, I haven't seen the second one. I would, I would recommend the first one just because it is, it is fun. Okay. See a good old beat em up robot uh, <laughs> film, but they're, they're having this big fight in the city. And I kid you not, one of the Jaegers, the robots is dragging freaking oil tanker and using it like a bat <laughs> it's the coolest thing on earth um, so yeah it's it's really great the fights are fun uh there's some funny moments ron perlman has a really good role in this charlie day has a good role oh it's very funny i can imagine a lot of humor with charlie um, day in there he just elba has a you know a pretty big role and he does his usual good good stuff so yeah uh the theme in this film is also really badass like the main theme song um and it's <laughs> it's done by uh i'm gonna get this name completely 1000 percent wrong but it's uh ramin dijadi and woof i'm sure huh. i murdered that but you <laughs> may know him from so he did iron man he did the score for Iron Man, The Great Wall, A Wrinkle in Time, Westworld, uh-huh. Game of Thrones, and he is working on The Eternals, the new Marvel's movie. Right. Marvel's movie. The new Marvel movie <laughs> that's coming out that everyone's marveling about. Oh, oh, um, oh. So, yeah, good good score, good film, fun time, I'd recommend. Let's let's keep this train a-rolling. Straight on to number four, Ville. I have, uh, and I hope you've seen this one, this was like, our childhood right here small soldiers oh man uh yeah i have <laughs> it's been it's been forever but uh, are they actually robots i see they have computerized chips what it is is they're, they they mm. let me see if i can think of the correct layout for this it's the same chip that they use in military technology to uh for guidance systems in missiles, but they place it in toys, and so it's like a minus like, the explosives, probably. Well, for the most part, yeah, I think that yes. at one point they blow up a kid, but I mean, <laughs> that's a really good old-fashioned family fun. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just remember uh, when this came out; it was one of those uh, mixes of CGI and, and practical effects at the same time uh, that made it groundbreaking and 
the marketing for this. I remember it being a huge deal. You have, like the stores were filled with obviously the action figures, and you know McDonald's had their toys and all that. It was, was it small. They were. I mean, they were small, but I don't know if they were soldiery enough for my taste. Mm. More militant, less soldiery. I just they they dropped the ball there. Many many militants. <laughs> Uh, I did find out they were going to remake this movie uh, when Disney bought out a bunch of companies. And um, there was a secret project going on. And this way we think of it, your mini militants. It had, I don't remember the name. I wish I remembered. It was something ridiculous, like mini militants. And they weren't telling people. Yeah, it was a remake of Small Soldiers, but it had just the dumbest name. And they were trying to turn it into like, this big action-packed flick, and it, thank God, got scrapped, along with like 200 other movies, but, <laughs> but yeah, so the small soldiers uh, got got crushed there. Tommy Lee Jones, of course, oh, is right, a, yeah. uh, oh, major. The small soldier. <laughs> As the, the small soldier, the story of a young soldier who's lost his Sergeant way. Small. <laughs> What's your number four? Uh, yeah, my number four is the Disney Pixar film Wall-E. Oh. Wall-E. <laughs> uh, yeah, this. It's been a while since I've seen it. I will say that, but just kind of doing a recap of it the other night, uh, I realized how good this movie is. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So Wall-E. It was released in 2008, directed by Andrew Stanton. Uh. So it stars. Uh, ben Burt as Wally, Lisa Knight, Lisa Knight as Eva, Eva, Eva. Uh, and then Sigourney Weaver as the evil steering wheel. Correct, I do remember that. That was pretty cool on their part. So I'm about to go off because this is pretty damn cool. <laughs> uh, you may not know. I don't know if you know the name Ben Burt, but you know you know his work. Um, like I said, so he played. Wally and Wally doesn't have a lot of lines really. He only just says his says he only says his name. He doesn't <laughs> say his name that Wally. Nuh-uh, he say Eva too. Eva. Uh so yeah, he doesn't have a lot of speaking per se, but I think Ben Burt Ben okay, so let me just establish this. Uh Ben Burt is the main sound designer who has worked on all the Star Wars films except for Rogue One and The Last Jedi, Indiana Jones, E. T. JJ Abrams, Star Trek's uh, a ton of Star Wars video games, the Dark Crystal, and the Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, Obviously, the the height of his career. <laughs> yes, uh, it's a very high bar. So that means, yeah, he's the guy that came up with the lightsaber sound effects, the blaster sound effects, all no that way. sort of stuff. Um, and after finding that out, I didn't know that before researching this actually, but after knowing that fact, and I went back and watched some of this film. I can like see his this, the effect that he has on this film all over the place. These sound effects are very I'm becoming more aware of it as I watch films, but you know when there's a good sound designer because just everything sounds more rich and more yeah. Like something you've never heard before. That's and I think that's part of what was so enamoring about Star Wars too. It adds to it. Yeah. I think it's something that gets overlooked a lot is the sound design of like films like Star Wars, but that's a huge part of it. Um, yeah, and he and it brings a whole other part of, you know, to this film. A, a lot of original sounds, a lot of just very 
complex. I, I don't really know how to describe it because it's not my <laughs> it's not my forte. I'm not a a music or sound kind of guy, <laughs> but there there's just something more palatable, more real about this. I mean, I think it's because they are. They're all yeah, ba- you know, brought from real sources. He's known for doing that. Um, but yeah, aside from that, great film. I love it. <laughs> Uh, so my favorite things is like Wally's little. He's got his like own little apartment. <laughs> yeah. Adorable, you know. He's got like all the stuff that he's uh, collected. collected and all these little knickknacks that don't mean tr- anything but to him are special, you know. Uh, I love how he eats all the trash and then concentrates so hard and poops it out into little cubes. <laughs> it's just great. Um, there's like this little cleaner robot on the like the big ship. Is it the, the little broom guy? On. Hmm. Isn't it like a little broom guy or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's like this little tiny box thing on wheels, and it kind of sweeps up <laughs> uh, stuff. And he's always just like, he's just always pissed off because people are always leaving their crap everywhere. <laughs> um, and so this is a fun fact, too, because the CEO of, by and large, the kind of the main corporate evil company in this film yeah. is Fred Willard. And he doesn't. Oh. He doesn't play an animated person. He is the only live-action character, and I think ever in any Pixar film. I forgot He's about just that. a human, in like these uh, these videos that play throughout the movie that you see in <laughs> backgrounds. But he he plays the CEO of By and Large, and yeah, he's a live-action character. I think that's funny. That's good. perfect um, person for I, that. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a human cartoon. So I mean, he really is. Wrong. <laughs> They're like, we can't do any better than this. So yeah, just use that. We don't we don't care that no one ever has been, you know, in it actually. But uh, yeah, number four, Wall-E, great film. A worthy selection. Yeah, that that makes me want to see it again because I'm remembering all these little bits and pieces. I remember like the counter evolution of the people. You know, they can't walk anymore. They're short, stubbies. Uh, yeah, they're all shape. in these hover chairs. Yeah, and they're big soda pops. Yeah. <laughs> Big gulps. Social commentary galore. But yeah, it's That's right. That was a fun one. I remember Wally. That's a good one. All right. What's your number three? What are we on? Number three. Okay. Number three. My number three. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is on your list as well. But uh, I chose Age of Ultron. Oh. It's, it's not on my list. But ah. uh, do go on with the talking thing that you do. I'll do that with words coming out of my mouth. Uh <laughs> Judging by what I hear Great. from other people, it's basically the most hated Avengers film. I, I guess I can see why in comparison to the others, but I don't hate it at all. I love it. I think it's a great film. I know why people don't like it, and I think it's because it's the first time we have major conflicts between all the Avengers. And But I think that's a major plot point to it as well because it finally shows us that they are human after all. But it's on my list because of Ultron. The robot, of course. The robot. He's funny. Robot. He's scary. And I love his slow descent into this almost madness, like a human madness. Makes him this multidimensional character. Um, and I, I also like the uh, like the angsty father-son, teenage boy relationship between him and Tony Stark. It is it, yeah. it's hilarious like, without it being deliberately hilarious. It's great. He's like, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. He's like, he beat me just by a minute. <laughs> yes. He's like, he's like, you want to not want to Stark's metal man. He's like, oh, you're gonna break your old man's heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, when he cuts off uh, 
Andy Circus's arm. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm sure we could pass that right up. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite line from Ultron is like, and uh, humans make smaller humans? Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's this kind of weird kind of role that Ultron plays, and it's also, yeah, kind of strangely comedic. Yeah. But he's also this robot that's had access to the internet. So, you know, maybe that's what you get. Yeah, he has uh, to like piece yeah. it together his personality based off of meme culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be scary. Uh, <laughs> dear God. Yeah, a lot of people don't put that pretty high on their list as far as yeah. Marvel movies. It's usually yeah, like what you said, most people's kind of one of their bottom rung films. But and I can't I can't speak to it too much because it's been it's been a hot minute since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, it's a movie. Cool. Robots are in it. <laughs> Robots in a film. <laughs> and it's on my list at number three. <laughs> what is your number three on your list? Yes. My number three, uh, and we've we've both recently watched this, and that is I Am Mother. Ah. Uh, and it is on the Netflix there, children. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, I Am Mother is released this year in 2019, which is the year that it is. Uh, like this is directed year. by Grant Sputore. I don't think that's his name. Uh, Grant Sputor. That's the two worst pronunciations of his last name, I'm sure. Uh, but this stars Luke Hawker, and he... Like a hawker, like a loogie? Yeah, they didn't actually know his last name, but he did it on set so much. My name's Luke. That was just the nickname that he incurred. Uh, it's a defense mechanism. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so he plays mother but he plays like the the body double so like when they need a cg reference or like someone actually in the suit ah. that's doing things he would play that uh rose Byrne plays mother isn't like the voice mm-hmm. uh you got clara rugard plays daughter and hillary swank hillary swankity swank plays uh this is what her she's listed as in the cast as woman yeah the intruder uh, yes yes uh, so yeah, I I really like this. Uh, I've I've only viewed it once. I actually want to view it again just because the it's got kind of an open ending where you, it's kind of hint. Some things are kind of hinted at, and you don't really know what exactly happened in the past um, between like Hillary Swank's character and mother. And to me, that that always kind of brings me back to a film. Uh, so I like that that kind of aspect. Rewatchability always brings a a film up on my any sort of list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the costuming is great. I think Mother looks fantastic. That's a weird sentence to say. Um, <laughs> Easy, Norman Bates. Uh, yeah, it's a great blend of practical and CG. They, you know, they did actually build some suits, but then they also did CG somewhere that wouldn't look as good, but not a lot of unnecessary CG. It was a very small budget for this film, and they, they knew it, so they built like yeah. their sets and their plot around that. It's pretty simple, but done well. Yeah, it's based in kind of one location for the most part. Um, like I said, I enjoyed the ending. Uh, yeah, it's, it leaves you asking some questions and kind of thinking about the film. And again, that for me, that's something that I like. If you can talk about a film for longer, it becomes better. Also, I thought she sounded, Mother sounded like Cortana from Halo, and I thought for the longest time it was the yes. same actress, but it's it's not. I did this. Uh, I actually looked that up while I was watching it to see if it was. <laughs> yeah, Cortana. <laughs> but yes, I am mother. 
I am going to rewatch that because it wasn't very long ago, but I did enjoy it. Excellent. All right, on to number two. I don't know if you've seen this film. Um, there aren't very many people I know who have seen it, but you should watch it. Iron Giant. You know, this is one where people are probably going to yell at me, but I haven't seen it, no. <laughs> I highly recommend it. I'm not going to yell at you, but watch it! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. This is one that I saw when I was a kid. It's one of those films that when it came out, nobody made a big deal out of it. And this yeah. is something that I was like, okay, why is that? Because the animation's flawless. The cast is, it's got like Jennifer Aniston, um, Harry Connick She Jr. plays the giant, right? Yeah, she oh, does. Okay. She just walks around all day talking about Ross. <laughs> Stomping around. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean. That's my terrible attempt at a Jennifer what? Aniston. What? It's just, you just got to be, like, really flustered, I guess. Monica. <laughs> Monica. Monica. Maybe they should have had Ross play it. <laughs> He's um, a psycho. But, no, we've got uh, Cloris Leachman, Christopher McDonald, Ooh. John Mahoney, you know, the dad from Frasier. Um, and the voice of the giant is none other than Vin Diesel. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's I think it's one of his first voice acting roles. It was early in his career. But it's fantastic it is great it's hilarious but it's also got good emotion but i so i was curious why nobody made a big deal out of it because obviously i'm obsessed with this movie it turns out that many of the parties involved said that warner brothers at that time was pushing out almost 50 movies a year for Lord. several years straight and so they didn't spend a lot of time on promotion for their films unless they thought it was going to be a major blockbuster and this year uh, excuse me, this particular film, Iron Giant, lost the coin toss to Quest for Camelot. I don't know if you've seen that. It's another yeah. cartoon, you know, Warner Brothers movies. Not that great. Uh, I barely remember seeing it when I was a kid. But, um, yeah, all the promotion went into that, regardless of uh, very high test screening results. So that's mm. where I am with the Iron Giant. I highly Sneaky suggest films. that one. Yeah. I know, I couldn't believe that. But, I mean, you know, Warner Brothers, it makes sense. Sure. 24 of those were the Tim Burton Batman movies. <laughs> Batman and Robin again. And again and again and again and Batman again. Batman featuring Robin and Robin and Batman. So now we go to your two. Well, my two has a two in it. And that is Terminator 2. Ah. Uh, yes, and we just watched this. Never seen it. Is... it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Terminator 2. Uh Again, I hadn't seen this film in a long time and then just recently rewatched it and I really liked it and I I know people people hype it up and talk a lot of good things about it but uh and I think after watching it those are all founded um because yeah, I really enjoyed this film. Yeah. Um not as cliché or you know, 90s action as I thought it was going to be. A lot more I don't know well paced and thought out and the story was good and i thought it had a good ending i thought it yeah. really kind of was a satisfying ending too and i don't actually really see the need for why they ever made any more sequels <laughs> um i know i know james cameron wasn't on terminator 3 wasn't involved so but he isn't in the new Terminator 3. Yes, Terminator the Terminator 3, the real Terminator 3. <laughs> but it's really like Terminator 7. Um, so yeah, this was released in 1991. 
by Jiminy James, Cameron, uh, stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, obviously, as the T-800. Linda Hamilton is Sarah Connor. Um, Edward Furlong is Jonathan Connor. Jonathan Conathan. Uh, <laughs> and Robert Patrick is the evil, liquidy T-1000. Oh, Big boy. soupy boy, soupy hero. Um, yeah, some of my favorite kind of things and general thoughts the, the special effects are still outstanding oh, yeah. um it's it's amazing what well well thought out practical and cgi can do if used in very specific moments can right. accomplish um yeah there's a great scene i think it might be a deleted scene where they're in the garage you know replacing the chip or resetting the chip in his head i think it's a great like example of uh, practical effects i would I recommend you go still need you to look see that. that up yeah i recommend anybody that's interested look that up because it's especially if they give kind of a breakdown because it's it's amazing um yeah the t-1000 the liquid metal terminator is like really great scenes it's it's something that they could do in 1991 and they i think they knew their limitations but it's like it still holds up i still believe it it doesn't take me out of the film they have a lot of really good like transformation scenes you know where he, he robert patrick like goes through the bars and comes yeah. on the floor and he there's one scene where he like is facing the wall and then like flips around oh somewhere. i love that part um he doesn't like turn around but his face comes through the back of his head he like turns not quite inside out but yeah <laughs> yeah I, I was struggling to figure out how to word that <laughs> very hard i don't know flippity a yes uh <laughs> But yeah, really good movie. I I think I'm interested to see Dark Fate now, but I'm also kind of leery about it because I just after watching Terminator 2 and how it ended, yeah. I don't see how any sequel kind of makes sense to me. But I don't know, maybe they'll do a maybe they'll do a good a good old job. I sure hope a so. Fine fine job. So yeah, that's my 2 is a Terminator 2. The two one, the one that came second, it is also Terminator. number two on two. on your li- two, two, two. The double stroke we're having here. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're melting in a vat of molten metal. Uh, on to number one, the top choice. The big final number one. The big one. <laughs> I have chosen for my top robot film. 1982's Blade Runner, one of my all-time favorite movies okay. in general. Um, I have not seen the sequel yet. It's, you need to. It's very near on, on my radar. Um, of course, we've got Harrison Ford as Rick Deckard. We've got um, Rutger Hauer as Roy Batty, um, kind of our main characters there. We also have Edward Your James Olmos. Big Batty. Big Batty. Bad guy. Big Batty Roy Batty. That's what they called him. Hey, Batty, Batty, Batty. Hey, Batty. <laughs> uh, Joe Turkle, who's uh, pretty well known as the bartender ghost from The Shining. And probably oh. nothing else. <laughs> He's the head He's also of... also known for making his own beef jerkle. Bur- uh, no, that's Steve Urkel. Oh, Steve Urkel's beef Did jerkle. I do that? <laughs> You did do that, yes. Uh, No, it's a great film. Um, 
I was a fan of the novel by Philip K. Dick, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is a ridiculous title, but... I, mean, I suppose they could. Well, Who they can. Do androids have those dreams where their android teeth fall out? or like, oh, Where their android falling? <laughs> or they go to android school and they're there in their android underwear? I think that's probably what that book's about. I haven't read it. But I'm going to assume that's what it's about, and that's what I'm going to tell everyone that it's about. So... <laughs> We'll kind of, uh, I'll boil this one down quickly because this is a kind of a, has a cult following, big deal film. Watch it if you don't know what happens. But you've got Rick Deckard, the uh, Blade Runner, played by Harrison Ford, who's chasing down all of these replicants that are androids that have kind of gone rogue and are killing people. Um, But it's got this great scene at the end improvised by uh, Rutger Hauer where he's been caught by Deckard and is basically... Uh, allowing him to take him out of commission or retire him, as they say. And uh, he gives that great speech about all that he's seen in his lifetime that's uh, more than, you know, humans will ever understand because he's um, kind of this immortal being in a way, but he understands that it's time for him to die. So, yeah. So maybe you can clear this up for me. Yes. I would have included a Blade Runner I would have probably included Blade Runner 2049 on my list. But I expected you to, actually. I know how much you like that. I don't know whether or not replicants actually... Do they qualify as robots? Because I don't know that See, that's... Do. As far as I know, they are android yes. robots. They. Um, I don't know, because that one dude in Blade Runner was making the eyes, you know, and he had yes. a bunch of eyes. When he does the, the test on him... Uh, I was going to mention something from Blade Runner 2049, but you haven't watched it. The way the, like, don't they bleed and stuff, too. They do, yeah. It yeah, was, so I, I guess yeah. I don't ever actually, you don't actually ever see any, like, actual mechanical anything. I guess anything. that's true, yeah. So the you're closest wrong. you get. That's it. <laughs> Cancel the podcast. We're over. My number one's a flake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I really don't know at this point, or... I'm going to say... Welcome to our top five non-human film. Our top four robot films and one that's also very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with what the book says, that they are actually robots. That's kind of the cheater's way out, but yeah. I can do what I want because I am a book-reading type, and so I is smart. SMRT. Yes, 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 yes. So that's my number one. What be your number one robot movie? Or if you want, it doesn't even have to be a robot movie. Apparently, it can be any movie you want. Is it a league that's of right. their own? <laughs> Forrest Gump is my number one movie. He is a biomechanical man with the leg braces. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he had metal legs at one point. <gasps> Magic legs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so my number one is X. X. Mahina. I thought you were going to say X-Men. And I was like, okay, we're going to argue now. I mean, he's made of metal. Yeah, so this film is also on Netflix, so I would advise anybody that has it to go watch it. Ah, I am anybody who hasn't, so I shall. Hey! Hey. Uh, Yes, this was released in the year of our Lord, 2015. I don't think that's how that expression goes. Um, It was directed by Alex Garland, um, and it stars Alicia Vikander. That's probably not how you say her name. I'm just going to pronounce everything wrong. <laughs> I was like, everything's uh, wrong. That's not even the as, title of the movie, is it? Yes. <laughs> as it's X-Machina. Um, <laughs> so she plays Ava, who is a robot. Uh, Dom Hall Gleason, who you may know as General Hux. Ah. He's also, I think, one of the Huisley boys in um, yes. Harry, 
Harry Potter. Um, he plays a guy named Caleb. You have, and then you have Oscar Isaac uh, as ah. Nathan. Oscar Isaac, obviously, as Poe Dameron Eels. in the new Star Wars and other things. Um, Apocalypse as well, right? In X Men. Yes. Am I wrong? A big rubbery uh, <laughs> Ivan Ooze guy. From Just a <sighs> terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, uh, I'm. So I like this movie so much. I'm not gonna go too much into detail plot-wise because it's worth a watch to go on that this kind of journey that it has. But it's, um, it's it's essentially this. Dom Hall Gleason's character is kind of this normal guy. He works as a coder, and Oscar Isaac plays this kind of, um, almost Steve Jobsy kind of guy. He's this very smart, very rich, uh, technology developer. And Dom Hall Gleason has won some sort of contest to come to like his compound, and I don't remember exactly how they put it. Do some sort of either tests or partake in this sort of thing. So he goes off and spends like a week or a month or some sort of amount of time with Oscar Isaac, and they do all sorts of fun act. They do activities. They go they <laughs> do some do some fishing, some, some camping, calisthenics, you know, kumbaya. <laughs> Uh, they do none of those things, but um, oh. so it's essentially yeah they they're by themselves at this place, but there's also he has made these robots, and so there's a a lot of these really good moments where Dom Hong Gleason is kind of questioning these robots, and they uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain this without doing it without, <laughs> without spoiling, spoiling it, but. Um, See, it's easy to spoil it for the listeners because you can be like, spoiler yeah, alert, but I'm like, well, I'm right I, here I and I hate, haven't seen it. <laughs> I hate spoiler. I hate spoiling movies so much for people that I can't do that right now. I can't <laughs> do it to you. All right. Um, I appreciate it. But it's, it's yeah, it's it's kind of, it's one of those movies where you don't, you don't really know where it's going ever. This is a lot, you may think you know one moment and then it kind of flips and then you maybe, okay, well, it kind of, you know, switches the switches gears on you to sort of ah. say maybe you're starting to question everything and um, it makes you think a lot about like what is human and what does it mean to be human and could an AI technically be human um, interesting yeah really good ending too so watch that junk so yeah that was our uh, that was our top five robot and or Android or not quite <laughs> sure film list it's top five films about stuff you like there we go what more do you want uh yeah you know if you guys want let us know uh what your what your favorite robot films are we'd love to hear them uh you can contact us on such places like instagram i feel like i'm promoting a cereal instagrams but yeah you can find us at the handle two idiots pod you can also just search up just two idiots and you'll find us there at instagram big picture of us going i don't know um Shrugging, because we don't know nothing about nothing. Ooh, but, uh, so, yeah, you can also email us if you'd like, if that's your sort of cup of tea. It's a good old glass of email. Um, and you can do that at the address that is idiotspod uh, at gmail.com. Once again, that is the number two idiotspod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. We'll, we'll open up an email or two, you know. You know we will. And it's also worth noting that uh, this will be one of our last streams on SoundCloud. 
You can catch us on Spotify, and we'll keep you updated on our future sources for uploads. Yeah, uh, I mean, we were not, we're not going to completely remove ourselves from SoundCloud. You can still find some of our stuff up until that point, but that's it. Is that it? Yeah, I think we're done talking about that's stuff. Time. We got five things each. Won't you two ever shut up? The answer is yes. <laughs> no! <laughs> we had fun doing this. We hope you guys had fun listening to it. Uh, again, reach out to us if you can. If you can't, well, then don't do it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. We're just two idiots.